like Biden versus Trump oh, in like God. UFC ish type fight. Like anything goes. Sunday, it, it, Sunday, it, Sunday. They've had like the beef in the past. It's all leading up to this. Not like when he does like some weird wackadoo goofy boomer shit. Like play Despacito. <laughs> Yeah, that was wild. He just comes out to the Hulk Hogan theme song. He should come out to the Ric Flair theme that song. That would be fun. That would be more fire than the Despacito. Pulls the mic down from the top. What if it was a tag team match between Biden and Kamala and Trump and Pence? Major Hillary Clinton comes out, like pulls him off while he's trying to get the pinfall. Welcome, everybody, to the live performance of the rapper, Grammy-winning singer, and philanthropist, Owicky. What's going on, everybody? It's Real Sons of Guys, episode 35. We feel and fly. We get live. We get this beat going down the stairs. Oh, that's right. We don't know who cares. Shouting out all the boys. That's right. We're not playing with toys. Down below me, got Travis T. Oh, my God. He's a look, look, see. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Real Sons of Guy Hours. This is episode 35. To my right, we've got Stavi Travi. What's up, everybody? Travi T, that's my new name <laughs> given by Oliver. IT, if uh if you know what that means. <laughs> yeah. Below me, Oliver Wiki. Below you. What's going on, fans? I hope you're having a fantastic evening. Grammy winner. Grammy winner. Mm-hmm. To the bottom right, William the Conqueror. AKA Will the Wise, aka Lyon Le Conqueron. And of course. The host with the most big dick, B-Pain. Actually, I have a tiny penis. Let's be real. There's there's no way that this tiny frame could be packing. It's just impossible. I mean, you are wearing a post-nut shirt. Like, you look, your V-neck went to a U-neck, my guy. Like, you seen that commercial with, like, the dude who has the giant, like, U-neck, like, fucking worn out V-neck. Yeah, when he sits down for the first date. Yep, and he's just like, she's like, well, you look comfortable comfortable <laughs> like, nice. take the post nut shirt off b yeah, god i've never had sex in my life someone dude right. we're not I'm saying you had sex we're not right. saying I'm, you had sex how about we I'm do not this. saying that everybody raise your hand if you're a virgin see there we go we're all virgins Click. here case closed yeah. case closed Welcome back to another episode of The Real Sensitive Virgin, guys. This is episode 35. (laughs) Post nut doesn't mean, like, you had sex, though, my guy. Like, she, like, you could have had something to eat. Like, she might have had, like, a lollipop to lick or something. She got the egg. Virgin, dude. I never did come. She got the eggs and the sausage, (laughs) Will. What do you mean? She got the eggs and the sausage. Ooh, did you toss her salad? Like her eggs, bacon, grits, sausage. (laughs) The, 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 The eggs yolks were popped. Ew. <laughs> Yo, Heike, have you seen that video of like them moving the eggs back and forth? That's what hips look like during sex. But I wouldn't <laughs> know. Yeah. They're just, they're just, I wouldn't yeah. know. Uh, so I, uh, <laughs> we talked last week and I, I described the fact that I got a special thing in the mail. Yeah. Uh, if, for the people that don't know, for chat that doesn't understand, I, uh, I got dick pills in the mail. I, I've, I've been saying this forever. Oh, I've been shit. saying this for oh, six yeah, months. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this development. The I've been wanting chew. to use these forever. Blue chew. 
He's got, he's about to get us a sponsorship. So the active ingredient in Viagra is it? I believe sildenafil is is the drug name for it, and that's what I had. I had one pill. And honestly, a, a girl, a, I could have had a slight breeze hit my ankle, and I would have had a boner. That shit makes you instantly hard for no goddamn reason. Your dick is like so hard it almost hurts. Do you have to call a doctor if it lasts more than four hours? It did not oh, I last thought it was seven. <laughs> it did not last for more than four hours. So what I was told was that it would just give you the stamina of a god. You could nut and then still keep going, which is definitely true. You can definitely nut and keep going. However, you can still lose you your boner blanked. post post coitus. Like you're you're not just gonna have a boner for four hours. That's what he I was looking for. Hard. I was yeah, looking really. I for. Think you, I think you just need straight Viagra for that, bro. So the, it's definitely just Viagra. Like that's what it is. It's actually a better version oh. of it because you chew it. But oh. the Tadalafil, the active ingredient in Cialis, is apparently better. So I'm gonna change up my prescription. <laughs> He's to chasing that. the high, man. He's chasing <laughs> the hard. I'm chasing, chasing the perfect the hard. hard dick. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. So have you ordered this now? I'm sorry. It, it comes on a monthly basis. It's literally a monthly subscription. So all you have to do is just change it for the pills. Because I have six of them that I still need to use. They're just little chewable things. They taste like sweet tarts. So it's actually pretty good. So um, like they actually are like producing some kind of effect that can be helpful. Oh, for sure. Like it's like post nut. You, you can keep going. Which is pretty solid, you know, to be honest. Brandon's trying to, Brandon's trying to get in the spice. He is in the spice. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> uh, you're just, I mean, it, you know, it's hot. It's, it's hot down there, man. Like, no, you literally, I get what you're doing. You're trying to go from a sprint to a marathon, man. Exa- that's all. That's, that's what it is. Thing. So, okay. But like, I've been genetically training for a marathon. You have to train for a marathon. You do. Right? You do. But here's the thing. I don't want to sit there and look like an absolute pansy while I'm training for a marathon, you know? <laughs> He just wants to take steroids true. and be That's there. That's very Let's true. Be real. Yeah, That's what exactly. people do. They put he their steroids take the hypothetical butt, steroids in this situation. Well, when you take steroids, you pills. still get buff. Like, that's the thing. Yeah, but your butt has acne. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and your dick gets smaller. <laughs> that's actually not true for everybody. It just depends. Depends on the person. Depends on, the, depends on how much they weigh and how their height. I think and, I would take know, testosterone in order to have better gains. That's not the same thing, though. As steroids. Yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't think it's. Are you trying to get a small peen in the future? Like you're having a hard time getting it up when you're 40. I don't think that's what it does. I don't think your body compensates. I'm not using it every single time. Ah, you're trying All to I use know it about like steroids every fifth time. on TV. So, like, <laughs> yeah, no comment. Yeah, I don't know shit, honestly. Appreciate pleading the fifth, Trav. <laughs> But yeah, boys, I definitely recommend dick pills thus far. I'm going to try the best of the best. You said Cialis, they're called? Uh, So it's Tadenafil. That's the ingredient that you're looking for. Right. It's uh, on BlueChew.com. Are you going to try to get us a sponsorship? Uh, Honestly, BlueChew, if you were to try to sponsor us, I would talk about my hard dick all day long. Same here. If you send me some shit, I'm sure I'll test it out. Think about it. Pretty good reviews so far, so... All right, you guys are all way too into this dick pill shit. 
bro. Honestly, Dude, your girlfriend like, sounded interested for you to try it. <laughs> yeah, it's the new sensation that's sweeping the nation, obviously. I like to be against trends. I like to You're be on the wrong trend. side of history, Oliver. You're I like to be against the trend. Fuck ever, Fortnite right? boy. I'm not, I don't play Fortnite. I haven't played that shit in probably six months. Damn. Maybe more. I think that game's trash. They added cars, though. That was a... That's something I was like. Finally, I haven't played the game since it came out, but yeah, I cars saw, are something that was just a no-brainer from the beginning, man. I saw something on it where, like, when your partner is like on the ground, you can like put your hand out and they'll come right to you, right to you, and then you can heal them. I'm like, what the fuck is that shit? They yeah. also have a thing now, like Apex, where you can bring people back after they've like died completely. Oh yeah, they've had what game is this? It's like a one use. We're talking Fortnite. about Fortnite. No. Oh unfortunately the night of a fort holy shit we're only eight minutes in there's so much more to talk about going back to girlfriends if the viewers don't know oh god um i am back on the market (laughs) date will and so like i thought there was going to be an actual development (laughs) so so there is a development i have discovered a pattern in something so for the past month so the for the past month what has been going on is or for like the past like two months what's been going on is i'll match with somebody on tinder mm-hmm. we'll hit off the conversation everything goes great nice they ask me for my snapchat i'm like oh, okay yeah sure like i'm fine with moving this over there yeah so we start talking <laughs> on snapchat. snapchat the day that they add me on snapchat they usually and or not usually all of them have unadded me or blocked me within a week of the day that they like added me on Snapchat mm. and they just don't give any reasoning. And this has happened for two months straight. Well, when Are you start you the conversation with a flaccid penis, it doesn't usually I work. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> hey babe, I I'm going to be sponsored by dick pills soon. So you're going to see this in a lot. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, and that's the fucking that's the fucky thing. Honestly, will you? Will you no, dude, I'm telling you, you just got a string of like girls who just aren't interested. You know? All right, people that want to say Tinder works. Here's proof and evidence that it doesn't necessarily work. So, listen, I have facts. gotten just crazy. But I I have this, and I've talked about you, this before. Like, you've mostly if not. a girl has Tinder, she's only trying to fuck. Or she's fucking crazy and doesn't have a boyfriend for a reason. Or she's not sorry. They could not be sorry as well. <laughs> You're not sorry. Have we told that story on the show? Have uh, we? Probably. We had a Tinder episode a while ago. We probably did. It's probably the top one. We had to have told it. Yeah, definitely did. I think we did. I'm not trying to like shut you down, Brandon. We just probably talked about it. No, if we if we've we talked about it. Chance makes an appearance. Now. Chance in the in the house. Any words from Chance? Yeah. Anything? Damn. Nah. What He's a fucking dick. He's paralyzed. He's just chill. He's just chilling, bro. He nothing to say. So can you guys believe that the first debate, well, not the first, but a, a debate is tonight. 
Yeah, it's happening right now. This is the first debate. The first. It is live. I think live. it is the first. Ten minutes ago, it was live. Can you guys believe that? We're witnessing history. I can't wait to see the fucking highlights. Like, there's there's already so much drama that was happening before the show even started. Oh, yeah, if, if you guys aren't aware, we're recording this on Tuesday, and then it's going to be going up on Thursday. Yeah, this um, is like the MMA. We are doing this on uh, Tuesday, like- September 19th, 2020. Actually, September 29th. 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 29th, Will. Only on Fox. I did say 29th. I said September 29th. (laughs) You did not. We have this this on recorded footage. (laughs) (laughs) I'm positive I said, like, The Why did Oliver and I both hear you specifically pronounce 19th? (laughs) I just think it's so fucking wild that they're promoting this like it is the UFC. Yeah. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. They've had like the beef in the past. It's all leading up to this. Oh, yeah, dude. You know that when they sit them down at the tables and have the person on the podium in the middle and then the person on the podium says like ask one of them a question that pisses them off and then they say something that pisses the other one off. That's what it's going to be like, dude. Just two old men trading insults. Well, I mean, I saw something before, and it was basically saying, like, you know how during these debates, each candidate gets a certain amount of talk time. Trump's going to just blow over that and not give a – yeah, come on. Oh, he's not going to go share. Trump ignored talk time. It's, yeah, uh, it's, yeah, Trump's exactly. talk time is whenever talk, Trump wants yeah. to talk. Oh, dead yeah, ass, dead ass. He's going to overpower yeah. the fuck out of Biden. Like, so and, well, what's crazy about that is even though Trump has – released his tax returns finally he's literally spent 750 dollars on taxes even though that cunt's a billionaire in la- in the last like 10 he's years still gonna win the yeah. debate there's no way biden overpowers him no and not when he goes barely not like when he does like sense. some weird wackadoo goofy boomer shit like play despacito <laughs> Yeah, that was wild. He just comes out to the Hulk Hogan theme song. Dun, 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 dun. You should come out to the Ric Flair theme that song. That would be fun. That'd be more fire than the Despacito. Pulls the mic down from the top. That would be better than Despacito. So pulls it down. Like, Biden. Joe Biden weighing a hundred and. Joe Biden weighing 160 pounds in the right corner and Donald Trump weighing uh, 200 pounds in the left corner. Who will win? Now, children really like when I use Bluetooth. <laughs> I got hairy legs. Okay. Hairy okay. legs. I let the kids touch them. There was an actual fight, like Biden versus Trump oh, in like God. UFC-ish type fight. Like anything goes. Bro, didn't Joe you see Rogan Trump versus there. Vince McMahon on WWE? <laughs> Trump would beat ass. <laughs> Donald no, Trump. No. Donald Trump. Dude, Trump was punching with his fucking forearm. He was going like <laughs> knocking on the door. He was beating him with like this part of his inner arm. Yeah. <laughs> Donald <Ooh>. Trump. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would love to see that fight though. Joe Rogan has the freaking um ref ref not just as the ref but just as the referee joe rogan. special guest announcer joe rogan and he's just sitting there watching freaking trump beat the shit out by he's like oh shit if we had a special oh. guest referee for this ufc type situation joe biden versus donald trump who would you want it to be or uh, even better what if it was a tag team match between biden and kamala and trump and pence <laughs> Dude, manager Hillary Clinton comes off. out, like pulls him off while he's <laughs> oh trying to get the pinfall. Yeah, the Clintons are like the McMahons. I would like. I would also like um, the other Bush Clinton. is hiding in the crowd. So, so, so were you guys? Bill Clinton's the fucking announcer. 
Hey, Where do you guys guys are really cool. Forward. <laughs> okay, so, so wait. I want to answer Brandon's questions question okay. first. Yeah, Special guest referee. Who do you got for this Joe Biden tag oh, team? Yeah. I say Vince McMahon. I don't know if that would be ridiculous enough. It's got to be worse. I got all right. All right, Clark. I Kent. mean, there's Clark Hillary Clinton. Clinton. I mean, wait. Can we do dead or alive? Special guest referee Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> That would be hilarious. Special guest Can referee, do- the guy who plays Abraham Lincoln in epic rap battles of history. History. <laughs> <laughs> he rides yeah. it on an eagle. They pay um, homage. <laughs> um, can we do dead or alive? Sure. Because I, I would say if dead, I would bring back like Robin Williams or someone like that. Like he would All just right. tear their asses up as a referee. Just like and- Mercy from Overwatch comes in. Or if you had like um one of those people that talks really fast, like an auction, like an auctioneer. An auctioneer? Like, like, yeah, like, yeah. Dixkin. Yeah, that'd be Jimmy hilarious. Dixkin <laughs> from Letterkenny. Letterkenny. <laughs> <laughs> no, <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Shorzy, and he's just upside down with his ass <laughs> hanging out. Yo, Shorzy. Trump is like, fuck you, Shorzy. You're literally the worst. All the bad people hate Shorzy. Oh my god! That's he's like, I had to have Trump's mom take Biden's mom home because I double booked him by accident. <laughs> <laughs> Give your balls a tug. Give your balls a tug, you tit fucker. Fuck you, Peter Biden. Patter. You're literally old enough to be my grandmother's grandmother. Fuck you, Shorzy. <laughs> so, what are you guys most looking forward to about the debate? Just seeing the whole Just craziness the of it. Just the hate that comes out of it. Literally, like, it's, it's this is probably like like I've said before. Last year was a meme election. This is somehow even a bigger meme election. You mean last election? Yeah, last election was yeah, like yeah, a yeah. meme election. This is an even bigger meme election. The oh, two yeah. fucking ones we've gotten to vote in, like, like, what if, like, cringe. what have we done to get to this point? I know what we've done, but like, this is fucked. This is <laughs> fucked. I think presidents I became too much like doing. celebrities, and then the president became a celebrity like actually <laughs> it's it's like in the boys where they're just using memes in order to gain favor within the public yeah dude that was woke as fuck the stormfront stuff he's like i got my whole team of memers just like <laughs> polluting facebook <laughs> twitter Chan. everything just to get people's mindsets to change yeah. but like it's all made by a fucking team of people just generating this certain type of meme dude what's probably so real this ass nose i fucking love her nose Nice bulb, this like that ice. I don't want to spoil anything for people who haven't watched it, but like, she's fucking psychotic. <laughs> I love that goddamn show so much. Great A whack job. Her and Homelander both are just fucking psychopaths. Well, that's one thing that the quarantine has brought us to is just like finding shows that we like love right now. It's true. People are I mean, pent up in their houses trying to binge watch the fuck I mean, out of quarantine it. Quarantine brought us the Tiger King. You like, realize how much there really is. Like on these streaming platforms, there's so many so TV shows oh, and so oh, many being added all the time. True. That's Cut true. Gems. Have you guys seen this movie with Adam Sandler in it? Yes. No. yes. Where he's serious? No. Yes. Oh my God. I've heard, that, so I heard that today. I heard it was good actually. 
So I'm not he, a big Adam Sandler fan, but I heard he's it was this good. like scumbag from New York who literally just he owns a jewelry store and he literally just rips people off for a living. Like for example, he took this basketball star's ring that he won for the championship, traded it in so he can get some cash in order to buy another thing of jewelry. In order to buy another thing of jewelry, he's like essentially buying these things on credit or things that he doesn't own, and then he gets this gem. Then he he manipulates people. It's insane, but it's also one of those movies where the character kind of reminds me of, he just keeps getting him beaten down and beaten down and beaten down. And you're like, when is this guy going to win? When is he going to fucking or win? Snap. Or snap. I mean, it, in, in the movie, he kind of snaps. But like, it's, that movie's one of the, one of the greatest movies Isn't I think I've ever seen. Isn't it about game betting too? Like, wow. doesn't he use like some of the money to bet? Sports betting, yeah. So essentially, the plot of this is that this opal, this fucking gem, that they've gotten from Uganda or some shit has magical properties. Whether it's superstitious or not, this basketball player believes s- it. believes in himself. And so Adam Sandler heart. is a sports better. And he's like, listen, I want to do this absurd bet. Like, he's going to score this many points. He's going to get this many layups. He's going to walk this many steps. Like, something fucking absurd. Holy like that. shit. And... You see how it progressively works, and it works. And then he tries toying with the basketball player. And then, of course, the end, there's this huge fucking toy that's insane. So I'm not going to spoil it for anybody that hasn't seen it, because this movie is amazing. Free? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah, what's it on? Netflix? Ooh, yes. Oh, my the God. Oh. I'm going to have to watch this. That, that's I'm like not a watch tonight movie. type thing. I'm, like, not it's so a good. Big, I'm not a big Adam Sandler fan, just because he doesn't really play a ton of serious roles in my opinion so this, is it. Like that, yeah. this is, is it this is it this might be so, the only serious role he's yeah, ever she, played she. because like i love seeing the range of characters like so someone brought it up to me today is um like johnny depp ha- when you talk about an actor that has range you yeah. think of johnny depp he's played like so many different roles Exactly. Pirates of the Caribbean, Edward Scissorhands, uh, Charlie and the Whoa. Chocolate Factory, like all these fucking what, like different fucking roles. And he's done them amazingly. So you talk about range, you talk about someone like that. I love seeing actors who started in funny movies like Robin Williams, Adam Sandler. But um, then they go to a more serious role and they kill the shit and, out of it. Exactly. Like uh, when Robin Williams did Goodwill, Goodwill Hunting. Amazing, that was fire. Amazing role. Amazing. Dude. So you just love seeing those kinds of things. And Adam Sandler picked the right movie to do so. I love Uncut Gems. It's an oh, amazing you, movie. Who's seen it? Brandon Will, you've seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. When did you guys see it? I watched, I watched it. I'm going to have to watch it about, this week. I, might, yeah. I think I watched it like two weeks ago with my dad. Ooh, a little son and father bonding get you through oh, yeah. quarantine dude the Love boys binge the fuck out of the first two binge seasons the fuck out of the boys um, if you're into um they have a lot of good uh i think one platform i think it's hulu has a lot of like if you're big into like uh, um studio ghibli films and stuff like that, like Spirited Away and like all those. They have a bunch of those on there. I love those movies. So I just love Hulu the art style. Now boasts the largest TV library too. So it's crazy. Lots now, of TV tell shows. Tell me about man. Spirited Away because that was one of the, I remember that was like a huge premiere on like Cartoon 
Network or Toonami, but I never like watched it. And I've heard it's amazing. Toonami, great oh. movie. You'll cry. Spirited Away, Spirited Away is. I won't try to give so much of like spoilers, but like the basic plot of this movie is there's this girl and she's in a car with her parents, and they stop and she goes through this magical door where it takes her to like the like it's called the yokai world it's the spirits that japanese and chinese people believe in Ooh. and um there's it's so deep. many yeah it, it hits deep and she goes in there and it's like their spirit world so all the spirits and all the yokais this is where they all gather so they have like a god of thunder there like they have like all the gods all the masters of like death or like despair they have all of these spirits there and when she goes in, her parents, like, go, like she loses her parents. I won't say how. She loses her parents, and, like, she's lost in this world. And she's just trying to find her way out of this world. And she befriends, like, some spirits. They all help her get through, like, this whole big Shiraz. It's big adventure. Mm. And it, 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 it's a story about, like, finding your inner self. Because at the beginning, she's this shy girl that's scared of moving to this new town that they're moving to. And she's very shy. She's very timid. She's not like outgoing at all. But like this movie, like is a coming of age story a little bit. Like she mm -hmm. finds herself. It's like she, how how Asian countries do coming of age. Exactly. And it's like her coming of age, and then she makes it out of the uh, the spirit world. She gets her parents back. They act like nothing has ever happened at all the entire you time. Spoil, you don't want to spoil it, but you just spoiled the end. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Not I really. mean, it's it's a fucking it's a movie because there's a journey and, and everything. But so, exactly, you gotta. And the reason I it. like the reason I like Studio Ghibli films mainly is because um, <laughs> they are it's just the art style that they have, like Spirited Away, My Neighbor Totoro, like all Will the Will's Will's in the anime fire. scene, bro. Hits his oh, bed with anime. anime tips, bro. I love anime. I you love hentai. Anime. That's another no, thing we've talked about no. how gaming has become like cool gaming and like Marvel and nerdy shit. Anime has become hey. so cool too. Yeah, there's so many people out now. I mean, that, not like, become it, but like, like become cool society wise. It's Mentally, really like, interesting. More so. so, like, more people are coming out that they've watched like these shows, like Dragon Ball Z or Naruto or sure. Bleach and stuff like that. And it's great to see it in like an anime community aspect like people who have already like come out and say like yeah i watch anime and all that stuff because a lot of people shun on it because like you still watch japanese cartoons like if you've watched an anime any anime you know they can be a lot more fucking serious than just like a cartoon like there's some that are like nowadays there's so many different types that range from just like pure action adventure to like just straight porn like yeah. it's just yeah porn <laughs> just straight porn like yeah. it's really interesting I, i'm like i i've kind of transitioned into my adult life and so i'm surrounded by people that are older than me but like not that older like 26 28 so they're just before that age where nerdy shit became cool like star wars was like a thing that their parents watched and they didn't really give a fuck like they didn't really have they had flip phones when they were in high school that was their deal and like Ouch. it's 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 bizarre to me how how different our gender like the Gen Zers, because that's what we are, are versus like actual millennials. It's so different. Well, I mean, like going from each generation to generations, there are gonna be so many different things that um influence that generation. So it's uh, obviously everything's just gonna be 
not like vastly different just because everyone still, you know, operates pretty much in the same way, but still there's just going to be things throughout that person in two different generations that are just different. Yeah. Even like within 10 year spans, like, Oh yeah. Someone who's 10 years older or 10 years younger than us had like a totally different childhood, totally different teenagerhood. Now we're all in adulthood. I got not 10 years younger, but like people 10 years older than us. Now we're all adults. They've been adults for way longer, but still like, I feel like once you get out of college and everything, it doesn't really matter like what age you are as much. It's just like you're in the adult world. Everyone is an adult. It doesn't really matter how old you are. You're just an adult at this point. There's nothing else you're going to unlock by getting older at this point. Yeah, exactly. All trying to grow up in our own light, in our own facet, in our own avenue ways. I look around and I and I often express this on the show. It's just like I look around and I look at people next to me in the car and they just like dead. The light on from the their inside? eyes are gone. Bro, that's like, and I'm sitting here the, rapping in the car, like getting into the song and like enjoying myself. And you look over. I and feel like that's like, kind of this year too, though. You know. Well, I, people take it. The people take it different ways. Well, I think that's part of it. Like we said last podcast too. Like some people just mindlessly go to work, and that's how they do their. That's how they a go. A lot of life. people, bro. That's where that SpongeBob yeah. thing came from with the with the one fish, the like generic fish guy, and he's like at work at the grocery store in traffic driving home at home just sitting there at work just sitting there back oh, to yeah. grocery store yeah, back to like driving home in traffic and it's just him just yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. he's just straight face the whole time like that's, that's like how, how it do be for some people i'm trying not to get there i'm really trying there. not to get there i don't think i'm going to get there I'm i don't, like a pretty upbeat person I, don't want, I don't want to ever be at an employer or a job somewhere of same thing that i am um, literally I'm, draining the life out of me yeah, like that exactly, like, i've not like, liked jobs before but i've never had a job literally suck my soul yeah, like at that point in time, it's like, yeah, you might be making awesome money. Like, if you have a job that pays well, well, that, yeah, that's part of that probably adds to some of your happiness, but like, you're not really happy. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to your mindless job area that you hate it, and you're just like, this sucks. Like, every day you're like, this sucks. Why, why do that to yourself? Like, because that's an active choice. Whatever you're yeah, sitting there is. and hating your life, I, I, I granted, there's like chemical imbalances and shit that's unfortunate that happens to people. I, I 100% get that. But like, most of the time, it's just people deciding to make the choice to not be happy. Like, not do sure. shit that makes them happy. I agree. Also, though, like I was saying, it's how this year's been. And it's like getting towards the end of the year, people are getting burnt out. Like, this is after a, this is right after a bunch of months where there's, you don't get any days off, you know? Like, summer really sucks for an adult. It's great for a kid, but it sucks for an adult yeah. because there's no like major holidays or anything during that whole summertime. So you're working your full 40-hour weeks every week if you work that schedule. You're working your full 40-hour weeks every single week all summer, no holidays until you get like Labor Day or whatever. Or 4th of July. Fourth of July. Yeah, but like like, holidays are few and far between. I think that might be the only one or one of the only ones. Thank fuck as we have weekends though. Because God Yeah, thank fuck for weekends, but you can still get real burnt out that way towards the the beginning towards this time of year. Especially if you work like 40 hour weeks and then do the weekend just feels like that and it's gone you're like well exactly back, back oh to, my god grind like saturday is awesome you spend the whole of sunday thinking about how you got to go back tomorrow yep. <laughs> pretty sunday much yeah. so basically sunday saturday is like the only good day of the week <laughs> like and friday yeah. after you get off work yeah after you get exactly. off, off early yeah it's nice that's about it yeah, yeah, well, yeah i mean you look forward to it but 
and it's like, you know, I I enjoy my work, even though it's like I do menial tasks sometimes. Like, I, yeah, I, I don't mind my work either. It's just like knowing that you have to do it is a downer, man. <laughs> I'd, I'd definitely be rather just like playing Heroes of the Storm. All day, exactly, or hanging out with people. Yeah, I mean, I've been really I, playing I, Red Dead Online lately. I work I about why. forty. 43 hours a week. If I count the hours I get off for lunch, minus five. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about lunch. You work some redonkulous hours in general, though. I, I mean, it's work, the, you only work four days a week. Who, me? Yeah, you. I work Monday through Friday, but I get off early on Fridays. Oh, right, right. I get off three hours early, yeah. It's yeah. it's it's still dr- I mean I don't mind it. like the environment's super awesome the culture's awesome it's like I don't mind like if you're at work I don't mind if I'm at work if I have stuff to do like if I'm busy I don't mind I love that then there's stuff for me to do I'm learning stuff I'm getting things done but if I'm at work and just bored out of my mind I'm like what the fuck am I doing Yeah when you're actually there doing stuff time really hella flies yeah. Oh yeah being work from home's like can drag sometimes yeah, well, I also it's feel got like its advantages, but it can drag sometimes. I also feel like too, like I thought this way about school when I was still in school. Like if I had an online class, I that that shit doesn't work for me. I feel like I put it off and didn't there learn. There is zero chance I would retain anything in an online class. Yeah. There's too many distractions around me. Same with Philly. So if I feel like I work from home, yeah, I'd put those hours in, but like I can be at work and go to lunch. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can get away with things because you're Dude, when i was in class in in-person classes a pen and a piece of paper was too much of a distraction for me i'd be like doodling and shit like dude i doodle. I, I could would not go do to these online school. classes and but to be fair i was going pretty try hard because that's when i had the green screen set up and everything and people were like oh my god it's so professional i would still just be on my fucking laptop or my fucking phone the whole time <laughs> there's like there's sure. I, I, there's so many distractions i can't do that i need to be in front of Everything the class is right in the here. front like yep. i said i was i'm one of those kids who sit in the front because i have to or else i won't pay attention exactly i like to sit like in the middle-ish of a room just so yeah, i'm not dude. like right in the front but also like if i'm in the back i'm like I don't want to be that far away. I want to be I involved. Get, like middle back, that's even better. I want to be, I want to be involved. Like oh, the yeah. teacher calls me, I want to like have something to say. I don't want to like be in the back. She just ignores me, or be in the front where I get called on every time. Right. In certain classes, no matter where you are in the classroom, you get called on, right, Oliver? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mister Mr. It's on the board. <laughs> it's on the board. I'll never forget. I'll, I'll never forget. I I was in a class with amazing teacher named dino dorito uh he was this angry <laughs> old amazing, italian man. guy who would just Mafia. fucking roast people like to the point where it was like almost inappropriate but it was hilarious because everybody knew he was doing yeah like he wouldn't get pissed at you if you were like talking and disrupting class he would just throw you some insults and tell you to get out <laughs> he'd be like you're a fucking dipshit shut up shut the hell up <laughs> And one time I was, uh, are you going to let me fucking teach or what? (laughs) (laughs) He was, uh, I failed his class and I came back and he's like, Oh, look at this dumbass! You failed my class last semester and you didn't think you were going to be able to pass this one now. Huh? I was like, no, I can, I can do it. I can do it. He's like, yeah, fucking right. And then for the rest of the year, he would just pick on me the whole fucking time. Oh yeah. Cause I would, I sat around a bunch of girls so I can just fucking talk to them. Like that was the, that was the class I met. That live in, 
And uh, so I was just endlessly talking to them. Um, and then we, during the summer, I have this home show because I would do events for my old work. And oh, Oliver God. was there. Oh, God. And he, guess who fucking pulls up that angry mm. old fuck of an Italian, Dino Dorito. And he, he was like, who the, the fuck, fuck is this guy? And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> he roasted the fuck out of He's like, what the fuck are you doing working for this place? He's like, what are you doing for this shithole or something like that? I don't remember what he said. It was out of love, though, because he would always badger the students who like were retaking his class. He would badger the fuck out of them because he wanted to make sure that they would pass this time. Oh, that's true. He had your best interest at heart, just in oh, a yeah. different way. He cared. He, he yeah, acted like he didn't sure. care, but he cared. But he, if you cared, if you showed that you cared, he cared. Fairly that's that's the littest thing. A teacher that can like fuck around and you know, mess around in class sometimes, get off topic a little, but like in the end, he does care about you learning shit. And he would Dr. tell the greatest you. stories, you know? Like he would tell He had a story for like every historical story. event. He had like a pertinent story. I don't know how he did it. Just so, he's just one of those guys where like so much crazy shit has happened to him so in his life. knowledge. Dude, that's what I, th- I think about too. Like anytime I watch, um, a movie that's based on a true story or anything like to see what these people like people actually go through some fucking heavy shit in their lives like damn like how do they survive it i feel like scarily normal with how like little traumatic shit has happened to me in my life well exactly but like if you see some people that have done some crazy shit in their life you're just like how the fuck did you do this i've been there man like what about one of those what about like that guy in what it was like germany or something that kept those like girls locked in his basement some of them for like 18 years like literally their entire life from when they were born to when they were 18 they were locked in this guy's basement like imagine going back into the world at that point you don't even know the world all you know is a basement i uh yeah. i do these things where i go on random with the tyrants and what that was one of those things where ah shit what are they called like feral children or something like that Oh, yeah, the Pharaoh child of France. Well, so they also had one in, in more recent history. Uh, I want to say the 80s, but I don't know for sure. This parents locked this kid in this room and literally tied them down to this porta potty seat. It was really fucked up. And not only that, they boarded up the window. So literally, they had no vision. They couldn't see anything. They had no human touch. They had no stimulation. Their existence was sitting on this porta potty, shitting and barely eating anything. And so, but this was very valuable. As soon as Child Protective Services took this child, it was like literally eight, but had the knowledge of a one year old or like a six month year old or something crazy. And it's like, what, what happens fuck? when a child is deprived of touch, sight, smell, like everything? Yeah, they did, like have to relearn it, or they have to first yeah. start learning. It's not possible. Yeah. It's they not end up possible. like that kid in the wild cranberries, no, bro. So it's and that brings up that conversation of nature versus nurture, and it's a combination of both. But if oh, yeah. one is fucked, like if, if there's no nurture, that kid's fucked forever. Nate, there's nothing nature can do. Yeah, literally past a certain age where they've like absorbed this certain thing in their most formative years of their life mm-hmm. it's well, nearly impossible to, to, to that shit around the one that 
going to the one that I mentioned, I actually learned this in my philosophy class. And Brandon knows who my teacher was. The crazy old dude. Murs. Murs. Yeah, so I had this professor. Man, we had a lot of good teachers. Uh, bro, college, he was so man. great. He was so great. So what we learned in his class was we learned something when we were talking about nature versus nurture. And he brought up another instance of a feral child. This one was, um, it was like over in Paris somewhere. Like back in, I think it was like the 1930s. Something like that. Um, and what had happened was like these people in Paris had noticed like this girl just running around in the wild. So what they did is they sent the government out. The government got this child and it was this 12 year old girl who was literally raised by wolves. Oh, yeah, I remember this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was literally raised by wolves. And what they did is they wanted to like just like kill her off and stuff like that because like there, there was no use to her. But this one scientist, one psychologist like took her in and he was like, no. Didn't they make a movie I, about this? I think they did. <laughs> and so they – he took him in and like he was like, I want to see – how long it takes for her to be able to live in this society um, at like the most decent amount. So like, like if she's breaking that threshold that she's able to survive in society, then like the experiment is a success. And might might I so, add like it, it was not an easy star. Like she was just basically spanking her monkey. Literally every opportunity. Like yeah, she, people would be walking by and she'd just be like fucking furiously spanking her monkey. Isn't exactly. That? And so like she like they wanted to teach her that stuff first. They wanted to teach her manners. They wanted to teach her like how to walk properly, how to like do basic movements properly. Yeah, then wasn't they, she walking on all fours. She was walking on all fours. That's all she knew. It's just insane. Exactly. And so they had started with that. Then they went to language and they taught her French. And they tried to teach her English. They got French. So she learned French. But it took – from when they got her, it took them two years to get her to walk properly and, like, do basic mannerisms, like, not masturbate furiously at the sight of anybody. Um, the only problem that they couldn't figure – the only problem that they couldn't uh, fix was, like, public urination. Like, she just – she Speaking always – was really bad, too. Yeah. And so then it took two years to do the basic motor skills. Then when it came to learning uh, speech um, and how to conversate, it took another three years. So it took them from like, what's She's that? She's almost 18 now. Exactly. So it's like, it's crazy. Wow. Like yeah. it isn't completely possible. There are those downsides where it's going to take longer than it would if you would have started at the right age. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, so she'll never be normally no. functioning well, probably then after that they thought like okay well we have her at the basics of the basics she's 16 she knows how to talk she knows how to operate somewhat so then what they did is they did a test and they released her into the public for a month they lost her they found her again guess where back in the fucking woods and they're like she's just gonna keep doing that and going back because that's all she's known it's those basic instincts that she learned as a child growing up with these wolves. Like she always is going to come back to this. 
Nice. What if she like, like completely turned normal and then she's just like beaten off? She's like 32 years old. She started beating off in the middle of the street. She's like, what? Well, I know. <laughs> How are you going to judge me? Yeah, I don't know why I thought of this when you were talking about this, but for whatever reason, I was thinking of like human, like human superpowers. Um, so you're talking about one, <laughs> one that I think is kind of wild. It's like so um, – when someone gives birth, right? Sometimes, like after someone gives birth, the baby is dead. But if you put it against the mother's skin, it comes back to life. Like, isn't that wild? That's why, like, the mother always has. To oh, you it. mean like, like legit, real stuff? That's just like crazy stuff that humans yeah. do. Yeah, isn't that nutty? Oh yeah, like, some shit like that is insane to even think about how that's possible. Or like people can die and come back from the dead. Like they save them and like just shit I think like about that. that too. Like the mothers, like the um when a mom has a kid or like a baby and it's in trouble and she gets like insane strength to like lift yeah. cars off them and shit, like all on her own. They, like, they talk about that. Crazy in, shit, man. They talk oh, about yeah. that in psychology. I think they talk about how that is, uh, I forget what it, like the That's term like or, a real thing. Just like this hugely adrenaline fueled, like burst of strength that you can get. Exactly. It uses all the muscles in your body. I feel I like it. your body works. In part of your fight or flight. Like yeah. it's part of the fight or flight uh, deception. This girl like fell and broke both of her legs, so she literally had to crawl through this like Saharan desert type environment for miles until she got on actual trail where people were, and eventually they got her. But she said that she didn't feel pain, even though she like broke both of her femurs, which she she should be feeling intense pain. Yeah, yeah, she should be feeling this intense pain for hours and hours and hours. She didn't feel anything until she got picked up. As soon as she was safe. And that's when yep. she started to feel the pain. The body Your is body insane. Put it off, dude. Yeah. The body, and that's one thing that I like respected about Murs as the psychology teacher. Like, yeah, he would go off on tangents, but when he got serious into talking about something, like he actually blew some of our minds about some shit. Like, there was a a lot of times during that class that I was just like, "Whoa." That's what uh, I was gonna like, say. No way. I, I learned probably as much from his tangents as I did from his regular like curriculum. Exactly. Part of that too like, like he told us a story about um oh what is it it's like it was mentioned going back to what brandon was talking about how like the body and the mind are just amazing it's mind, was, it's mind over matter at that point he was he was talking about like this 98 year old dude who like on every year for his birthday what he does is he does like a like a mile long swim or like a two mile swim he like he lifts like he works out, like he does all this stuff at ninety seven. Doesn't that make and you people, feel like a pussy? <laughs> bro, he could probably kick my ass. And beat the fuck out of me, dude. Ninety seven year old. But like, what, what drives me wild is like what always like makes me laugh is like those commercials where they talk about like old men like losing their testosterone, so they hand them like testosterone pills and like they do like a a before and after. Before it's just old grandpa with like a belly, and then afterwards it's freaking jacked ass grandpa. Master Roshi. I've seen like stories too of like old men, right? They'll wake up at like four a.m. Smoke a sit like smoke a cigar and like drink whiskey and like they do it like every like every other day or something and they live till like they're 105 like how the fuck yeah exactly the one crazy end of the spectrum is the 98 year old old man that can still like swim miles and work out and shit the other end is the old man who just kicks his body's ass every single day with alcohol and drugs 
and fucking and he's still fucking kicking like shit sits around all the time and is still like a hundred years old (laughs) oh that's some fucking the mind and the body are fucking crazy that's about to be me dude i don't got i don't got a lot of motivation in the body department but my mental fortitude i'm just gonna refuse to die (laughs) (laughs) just freeze your just freeze your head bro all right we're gonna have a heart attack now it's time to die Yeah, exactly. I'll know my time and I'll just be like, what did Oliver say the other week? <laughs> He's like, he, I prefer not. Like, what was what did Oliver say the other week? I'll pass. <laughs> I'll pass. It's time to die. <laughs> I'll pass. pass. <laughs> some beef streets or some street beef or something. Oh, so I uh, we were talking about fighting earlier. Oh, shit. Epic Reddit. Oh, you're good. You didn't mean to put you on the spot. Um, so I found this YouTube channel forever ago while I was watching fighting videos. Because every once in a while, I just go on crazy YouTube tirades where I'm just watching fighting video after fighting. Oh yeah, they're so entertaining. They have that you find on the web where it's like backyard fighting. It's dead ass. That's where Kimbo Slice fucking like started. I've wanted to do this or like work. (laughs) Let's let's start at zero with this. I'm gonna throw this in the chat. We can we can watch this. Isn't this where Kimbo Slice start like got his shit started? Like doing backyard street beefs? I don't know. Alright, I'm ready whenever you guys are. Uh I'm let me ready. let me get the stream set up. I don't fucking Alright, you okay? <laughs> we'll fill the air, we'll I'm fill the space. In it right now. Okay. Alright, All right, I'm on zero. Three, I'm on zero. Two, uh-huh. one, play. I'm gonna turn off the audio so hopefully I don't get copyright stricken. Okay. Oh gosh. Street beef. I like. Fuck I like, you. I like the sped up chill bill. Oh, it is. Yes. Yeah. So this is exactly what street beefs are. This is not the most. Okay, this right here, street beefs. If you see right here, it's literally just a fucking cage with like boards plastered on it and this gets millions of views there's so many reffing too yeah they have a ref and they're yeah, like official legit, about bro. it he's got a street beef shirt this isn't really Ooh. okay oh dang that was a nice hit more sophisticated they have the puzzle piece foam floor <laughs> <laughs> This guy's just taking haymakers oh, to the oh, face. Oh, 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 Jeez. oh, my God. Jeez, oh, man. Oh. Just go down, boy. Oh. Oh. Oh, dang. Oh. Holy shit. Oh, my. Is that me Ooh. right there? Ooh. Oh, my God. Ooh. He just avoided all that. <laughs> Davinky? <laughs> oh, my God. I've seen that. <laughs> Bailey showed it to with me. The flying, flying me. But this is what it is, dude. It's buttfuck West Virginian kids literally just fighting. This yeah, guy's so tired. Shorts. I love this. Oh, oh. It's so dope. It's so dope. And they have Ooh. like the most hilarious fucking names. Like the one one of the biggest ones is the Iraqi assassin. Yeah, there <laughs> it is. There it is. Right there. 11 <laughs> wins. Damn. Sunshine. Soldier Boy. El Diablo. Leonidas, these are cool. Scarface, Wicked Witch, Assassin Nightmare, Rude Boy, <laughs> Shady Boy, Shady Boy, <laughs> Yo, High Key. Whoa, did you see that um, roll? That was a yeah. beauty. 
I, I stopped it, but, like you just keep uh, but yeah, um, we, we can stop it now. So that is wild, but that thinking thinking of that name I just said, hashtag old yik yak. Um Brandon, I saw something on um what's trending. Apparently people are reminiscing about the old yik yak. Yik yak was fire. Yeah. So if you guys don't know what yik yak is, if chat doesn't know. Um chat. essentially <laughs> One of my podcasts I listen to references their audiences chat now. Um, I like it too. I like it fire. too. Um, Poggers. It's Pog. <laughs> <laughs> what a Pog podcast we have here. Um, so if you don't know what this is, it's essentially this uh, anonymous board that would be location restricted. So, for example, if you went to a college, these messages would show up anonymously. Like People would post stuff within the college the realm yeah of that it's college like it's like area. more confined to a town a town yeah. right yep so like yep. we could have seen anybody from our campus or our college towns post but mostly obviously the college students were posting yeah like who horny right now and trying to come to my dorm <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, just some old stuff like people could post anonymously people we could heat it about because you didn't know who yeah, people would post like rumors they heard on campus, stuff like that. There would be some beef over it. Oh yeah, or about like some shit about. And that's where like college fashion, like if no one like reads that shit on college fashion on Instagram, it is fucking hilarious. Some days, where it's just people from colleges just telling rumors or like saying some wackadoo shit about their college, and then they're only like notice their only name is just the college that they go to that doesn't give their name it they just put the college that they go to oh yeah then they added the ability to have a username on yik yak it used to be completely anonymous it would just have no name on it but then right. they had usernames but before there were names when it was all literally completely anonymous some kid almost fought me over something he saw on yik yak that i wrote that he thought i wrote that i didn't write <laughs> <laughs> person and it referenced a yurt which is like a small tent and he's like no one else would be smart enough to know what that is it was you who wrote this i'm like i don't even know what you're talking about bro <laughs> having like a fight on yik yak and he thought he was having a fight with me and then he came and tried to like talk to like yell at me in real life and i'm like i literally don't know <laughs> Travis, can you can you tell the i story? did see the beef earlier though what can you tell the shady boy story yeah. Oh god. Oh gosh. <laughs> so when names did get added, when names did get added, we would start using our usernames on things, which were like we were like sneaky usernames that we made off of inside jokes. But if you like hung out with us frequently enough, you'd probably know who we no. were. Yeah. And we didn't even know Oliver was using Yikak anymore. This was mostly just Brandon and I who made these usernames and were still like into the app. <laughs> and Somebody named Shady Boy kept commenting on things that we would post and like just straight up be roasting us or insulting us like, oh, man, it's the gay guys from 326 again. You're going to go suck each other off and stuff like that. He was just always finding our posts and fucking saying some mean shit. We had this like running uh theory in our head that it was oliver but we could never prove it oliver's like i don't even use yikak anymore he like showed us his phone he's like look i deleted it like <laughs> you can't even find it on here and we're like all right whatever someone someone shady so, would do that one day like months later we had all forgotten about this no one even used yikak anymore probably 
But Oliver hands me his phone to like show me a song or something on his phone or a picture or whatever. And I'm like, all of a sudden it just hits me. I'm like, I should check this. I like <laughs> home screen out of whatever he's trying to show me. While he's not looking, I have his phone. I go into Yik Yak and turn on his username so I can see what it is. And it's Shady Boy. That son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm like, Oliver, you know what I just found out? I just fucking caught you. <laughs> Travis, I remember because you came up to me and you're like, you'll never fucking believe who Shady Boy is. And I was like thinking it was somebody in our in our dorm hall. Like, We had like mentioned jokingly that it would be Oliver. We're like, no way. Like, how could it be? And he goes, it's Oliver. <laughs> it was Oliver the whole time. <laughs> Always has been. It was good. It was good. It was, good. It was, good. It was rigged from the start. Yeah. That's my secret. And before you found shady. out. What? How long did it go before they found out, Oliver? Months, this was like months after he had been like on TikTok, like he had stopped using even the Shady Boy handle. There, there was um a period of time like we all use it like consistently, and then we kind of like Travis said we like we forgot yeah, about it. The hype then, started dying down on it, and there yeah, were like hype was gone. Yak was wild. One time, this Yik-Yak girl that great. we knew, I was sitting next to her. And I saw something on Yik Yak. I was like, what the fuck? Like, you know when you have a friend that totally platonic, but you don't want it to be platonic? Low-key yeah, wanted to wonder yeah. what the sex is like. And then I was just sitting there like, okay, you know, it's probably some just horny fuck. And then I get a message from her, and she's like, so, Yik Yak. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, you know who that was? No. <laughs> and I remember because this girl used to, to date one of my good friends. And I hit him up. I'm like, you're making a move on me right now. Should I do this? And he was like, no, don't do it. I was like, all right, bet. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> good, good bro, bro code. There. Bro code followed. Yeah. Bro Yo, code back, followed. Back to the, the Beef Street. Sorry, I had to bring that up Um, because I saw it somewhere. But beef Street. That shit is wild. That that shit's wild. Like, I don't know. What, who is this? Like, it's kind of like monitored. Like, you actually have refs and shit. And like, I think we should make a league. <laughs> oh, God. You oh, can yeah, name like the weight classes after us. You have like Brandon Weight, then you have Oliver <laughs> Weight. Uh, choose your that brings character. That fight or flight, though. People get like that adrenaline rush when they're in the cage and like ready to rumble, bro. Yeah, after that first hit, you're gonna be fucking. Do you remember how like oh, WWE it, it, 2009 had like different fighter abilities based off of like oh, yeah, what kind there of was like you were the, the showboater. <laughs> well, I I think like so so I the like, dirty fighter. <laughs> Will and I have wrestled, so like, uh, like when you get into that, when you're in the circle, like you're in oh, the yeah. mat, it's nervous as fuck, and so that shit starts. Oh my Even god! Then you're nervous for like the first minute, but dude, that is so nerve wracking. It's so nerve wracking to the point where like you're warming up, you're nervous. Yep. Like you get called, like okay, it's ready. You're ready to go in. You shake the guy's hand. They blow the whistle. It goes. You are nervous as fuck until you get like a takedown, or until yeah. they get a takedown on you. Then they I mean, I have to fight. You know, you like you have to fight this guy. Oh yeah. yeah. 
like you get nervous as shit. And then that first hit or that first takedown, you get an adrenaline rush and you're like, all right, it's fucking go time. Yeah, exactly. That's true. That's how it is. Like once you're in the, like when you're in that moment, you just go. Exactly. I feel the same way about like it, like about an interview sometimes. Like I'm nervous as fuck until it starts, but when I'm in there, I'm in there. Like, let's go. With it or you're going to be dead in the water. Yeah. You, you sink your swim, bro. That's how it is, man. Any anytime that you're nervous about anything, you just and then we, we talked about I think this is last week as well. It's like just sit down, show time, and you just fucking go. Just do it. Well, I, I think think three, two, one, I'm gonna be in before talking to any of us. I think a lot of that comes down to too, <laughs> like um like obviously, yeah, everyone's inter- like nervous before an interview. And of course. Yeah, and like most of those things too is just what like people do in today's society. It's what you're supposed to. You just have to do it. You have to overcome it. Just when you're in that moment, just just own it. It's yours. It's your platform. Like just you do it. Go into an interview. The biggest thing that you can do is step one: do your fucking research. Yep. That's know true. what they do. Know a general outline of the. Know the job description in and out. Know the staff, and you can look them up on LinkedIn usually, or check their social media, and gain a sense of their culture. Like, look at what they do. I I was year light years ahead of any anybody because I knew who the main guy's name was. I knew exactly what the job description was. I knew exactly what the culture was like for the place because I've done my research ahead right, of time. Yeah. And it doesn't take long. You don't need to do hours and hours of research. Maybe spend. An hour, maybe two max. Yeah, I, I think you'll be a cut above over ninety percent. I think kids. part of that too, like especially like when I interview, one of the questions I usually like to ask is like, "What's the culture of the job? Like, what's the day to day process? Like, how do people interact with each other?" Just to give me like a more of like a feel, because yeah, you can research it, but you don't actually know until you're there. So I usually always ask that, like, "How's the atmosphere? What's it like? Yeah. How's you know?" Just to give me oh, an idea of what I'm walking into. Are, like beefing with each other too, and like it's a hostile yeah. environment. Yeah, I also think treating it kind of like you're also scoping out the place as well. It's true. not just them trying to scope you out because you're like you're sitting there thinking like, oh, yeah, I don't. Offers in the works, man. I mean, you don't say that directly, but you want to give them the vibe that you're you're being choosy. You want them yeah, to think I... that you have a lot of prospects, and it's like if you That's ask all... them qualifying questions, say, hey, you know. What is the facilities like? What resources will I have to do my job? Will I have an office? Like, qualify it as well, so that way they'll see like, oh, this guy, he's got other people looking at. Well, and also too, that comes in like being confident. Like you're asking those questions because you're, you know, you're being confident in like how you want the job to perceive you and you to perceive them. Like you're, you know, what you're talking about. Exactly. You want to sound as intellectual as you can before this. Yeah, exactly. That's it's true. You want to act like this isn't your first rodeo. You've been here before. You're hella nervous, actually. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Oh, showtime. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> after interviews, I'm sweating a little bit after I'm I'm done with it. I'm sweating a little bit. But what I, I do before interviews is I do something similar to what Brandon has suggested. Is just like go time. Like I just all I do is I literally just God. take like a deep breath. Like they'll like they'll invite me into the room or like the the office where they're going to be doing the interview and I'll just be like all right vape into the mic <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's definitely a move that you can do it, it gives you that quick cool down and clears your head a bit so you're able to like 
interact as quick as you can. Well, I think like something too that like in terms of like interviews too is like everyone wants to jump through it so fast because they just want to get it over with. I think I, me personally, I like to just like Will was saying, like relax for a second. And like when they ask you the question, you don't have to just rapid fire answer. Yeah, back you don't have you to be immediate. For a second and be like, all right, this is what I want to say. Like obviously, yeah, you should know what it is to be prepared for like, no, what you're going to say. And ask your advantage, yeah. like the kind of person that actually takes their time instead of just blurting something out. Exactly. Yeah. There's been so many people where like I've like heard about like their interview process or something like I've been the, in the background for like multiple interviews at like my job, not for like to take my position, but for like my boss to like hire on other people. And like what he's done is like, I've heard in the background, like he'll ask him a question and then they'll just be like rapid fire, like blurting it out as quick as I can. And they're just, I'm just like, but also like, make oh, it no, elevator honey. pitches though, as well. Like, it, like it shouldn't that. be, it, it shouldn't be 20 yeah, when they seconds, ask but the, it should be a minute. It don't, don't, don't drone on. Yeah. I, when they ask you the personal questions. Like, so tell me about yourself. Like, Give them that like one, one and a half minute pitch about yourself. Make it not, as, not just about pitching. yourself, but like your, your lifestyle yes. in a professional standpoint. So what I yeah. used was, yeah. I was a, a pro military, where can you fucking give a career advice? Look at us boys. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a military brat. Um, and ever since I was young, those values have been instilled in me, even my professional life, whenever I was doing marketing positions. This is exactly what I've done throughout my marketing positions. This is a, are the things I'm most proud of. And here is what I'm looking for for future positions in the future. And then you kind of describe exactly what they're yeah. looking for. I think uh, when I was going to some of our interviews, I used probably tour- kind of Brandon's elevator pitch from some set. Because like every interview you get, they're going to ask you, tell me about yourself. They're not, oh, yeah. asking, they're not asking, tell me about when you were in your childhood. Yeah, you. I, I wouldn't necessarily go there. But yeah, like you wanted like about your accomplishments. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you want to like, yeah, you want to like make it towards like a little bit of what you've done and like geared towards mm-hmm. like the future with the company. So it's like, are oh, you invested? You're thinking about the future with the company. You're giving me some background of you and then you push it forward. Yeah, because like I'll go with my pitch whenever I go in for it. It's ever since I was a kid, I've always played sports. So I've always had determination, hard work, teamwork, all these things instilled upon me uh, by playing these sports. And I've taken all of those um like characteristics and skills and applied them into my real life i've applied them into my schooling i've applied i've applied them to uh my college degree i've applied them to my work my personal life all of these things and like you just go on from there yeah you take you 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 need to have those soft skills where it's like hard work determination i also have work ethic as well um and then integrate that with so I, I kind of just had them assume my my soft skills with being a military brat, be, being a military kid just kind of comes with the assumption that you're very orderly, you're, you're disciplined. Um, time organized, yeah. So those are the soft skills. But you also, they need to know that you have the hard skills as well. So for example, from a marketing standpoint, um, social media experience, conducting campaigns, from like a computer engineer standpoint, coding troubleshooting like that sort of thing but also working in a team so um i i feel like you guys always get this question too and i'll see you guys answer so when someone asks you what are the nate if there's any negative qualities about you do you say any or how do you guys handle that question i do just say something that's not that bad about yourself but not like 
I'm just too on time sometimes. Like, don't be that person. Yeah. Okay. Gotta, I, I say something like, I don't know. I always say, um, I always try to throw him like a curveball. Like everyone always says like, oh, I, I can be too tough on myself or sometimes I can be too hardworking. Like what I say is like, dude, I got like horrible time management skills. And like, it, they'll be like, they'll be like, what do you mean? And I'll be like, well, like, so, like if I'm on time, I'm late. If I'm early, I'm on time. I always end up seeing to do like my tasks. Like I always put them in like before a deadline. Like I'm always doing this early or I always finish something early. Like I throw them that little bit of a curveball. Okay. Now here's the curveball. You got to say something that's like obviously bad about yourself, but also makes you sound really good. I've my go-to one is I'm like, I'd say my biggest downfall is that I'm the kind of person who if I saw somebody doing something wrong, instead of like telling someone about it, I would just fix it myself and do the work myself. Right. That's not bad. I don't know what I say. I, I think it's, I tough. Kind of it's a tough question. It. I, I think I said it was it was a tough question whenever I was like, that's honestly because it is. It's such a hard question. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, you're, like, I've used the uh, leadership thing. Their teacher. Well, I'm not the leadership one as a curveball, right? I'm well, just gonna do it. Well, yeah. that's, it's it's true. It's such a tough question too, because it's almost like, like not necessarily slaps you in the face, but it's like you're in an interview. You don't want to say what your negative. It's like when you're on a date with a chick. Question. That's why interviewers. It's like when you're on a date with a chick and she says, "Tell me about yourself," and you completely blank on anything that's like about you at all, and you're just like, uh. I don't She's know like, who I am anymore. Chips end. I think. I think what I I said. I was. I'm very obsessive about the things that I'm very much into, um, and I, I've learned to discipline that and use it for good. However, when I get off track and I'm like really obsessed about something, it gets it gets bad. <laughs> very addictive personality, and and a lot of times I use that for good, but. Sometimes I'll just get obsessed about fucking Star Wars for months. Yeah, well, that could work to your advantage because if you're obsessed with the thing you're working on at the time, you're going to put all of your energy into it. That's what it always has to be. It has to be something that can definitely be perceived as a negative quality, but also boosts you up and makes you look even better. You got to like curve it back towards them, yeah. Um, It can't be some cop-out shit, but it can't be like, yeah, I'm just a fucking horrible person and will sexually harass everyone in the workplace. (laughs) <laughs> i'd say that's my biggest downfall <laughs> i'm kind of a rapist boy <laughs> my biggest I, downfall is uh my biggest weakness is um those beautiful brown eyes of yours smell cock <laughs> what about I mean, I just, I, you got a fat cock i also have yeah. a fat cock uh all right um, i hate to say it Doc, but i love ass <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen, boys and girls. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a like on the video. Also, comment what your favorite moment was. Shout out to the commenters last week. We've got Joshua Lee, and we also have Nathaniel once again. Thank you, boys, so much Chime for commenting. In, yeah. Commented again? Nice. Yeah. Shout Comment out to the coworkers. Yeah, dude, he's he's into it, man. He he likes the vibe. I think what Down he through told Friday. I, I know you're. you're I know we're getting ready to close. He told me something that is relatable as fuck to podcast today. So, if you're listening to a podcast and if you believe in your like believe that you're just like 
you're like a fly on the wall that you're listening to it like you're there obviously you're not like laughing at this like they can't hear you laughing but you're there listening to it It makes you like encompassed to the podcast that makes the show more relatable of course that's why streams are so popular exactly just sit in the chat and feel like they have friends I like to think that I'm in Whoa, straight I, beefs I, and I'm just kind of chilling inside of the cage, just avoiding them as they're fighting. I, I don't think it's like a feel to a certain degree. Like if you feel like you're, I guess it's true. Like you're there. So obviously like he knows me, he's gotten to know you guys through the podcast. He looks forward to, you know, seeing what we're talking about to be relatable as he as he can. Having that conversation with us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not like he just like, he, he feels like he's chilling with the boys instead of just watching it. Yeah, and if you got if you viewers feel that way, please feel like yeah. If you're not getting that, then I'm sincerely sorry. Yeah, like viewers, like don't be afraid to like post what you're thinking in the comments about like the entire show. If you have a different opinion on something that we've talked about, dude, don't just leave us a like. Like, leave a comment. Tell us what you're thinking too. Like, if you made it to the end of the podcast, you can ask us anything. Uh, You literally have the opportunity to ask us questions at uh, drspinshootingpress at gmail.com. It's on the screen right now. Follow Nathaniel's lead, please. Yeah, yeah. I, I love you, Appreciate cuties. It. Thank you so much. It's been Brandon. I am Oliver. I'm Travis. And I'm Will. You guys are just listening to Real Sensitive Guy Hours, episode 35. Have a great rest of your night. Peace. Let's go. Let's go.